the website compliance as a web developer, you're likely going to have to at least implement some of the solutions that make a business CCPA and GDPR compliant. A business owner isn't going to know which plugins to install, how to properly add Google Analytics on their Facebook pixel, or the other methods that actually make the website compliant. So that, my friend, is 100% on you. Whether you should be the one making the choices and recommendations though, well, that's on how much you wanna be a consultant who can charge more for websites than the average web designer or developer. You're listening to the Digital Masters Growing Your Web Dev Business Podcast. I'm Marisa Vanskyver, aka Captain Coder. I'm a web developer, copywriter, and digital marketing strategist and educator who's been working in the industry since before Facebook business pages even existed. Each week, I take you through actionable strategies that you can use to improve your own web design business and make more money with every website you build. A couple weeks ago, in a private group I'm in for other female web developers, A newer developer was complaining that she needed to provide more direction to her clients than she'd like. After all, those are their businesses, she reasoned. She wanted them to tell her exactly what they wanted, and she'd build it. Man, that sounds really easy, right? Unfortunately, if you've worked with more than two clients, you know that's simply not how this game works. When you're building a website for someone and their business, they trust that you're the expert, that you know the questions to ask them, that you know the common pitfalls and things to look out for. They understand their business, sure, but they don't necessarily know how to translate their business into the web. While we'd all love to say that the clients we work with have to be more direct and tell us exactly what they want or need, the reality is is they're not going to know. There are certain things that we as website developers and designers will need to be able to direct and guide them on. Now there are best practices that we'll need to follow because that's what's best for the majority of our clients. You may not always understand the nuances of things and how it might differ from a small or large business, But if you make sure those rules apply across the board, you're usually doing what's right for the majority. And on that note, of being the expert that someone connects and works with, what do you do about privacy compliance? Are you in charge of that or is your client? Today, we're going to explore exactly what should be on your plate, three easy steps you can take to make a website compliant, and what your client can be responsible for, or at the least help you out with. So let's dive in. Now, privacy compliance. I'd be shocked if you haven't heard about various privacy compliance laws around the world at this point. It started with the GDPR in the EU a few years ago. That's when you started getting some websites asking if you were okay with cookies. We didn't have to worry about it too much in the States, But if a web business had any kind of international audience, or even the possibility of one, they needed to take some simple steps to be GDPR compliant. Then, in January 2020, the California Consumer Privacy Act, or CCPA, started to affect more of us. While a business may not do business in California, if there's even the possibility of their having website visitors from California, which believe me is high if you're a US-based business, 
this applied to them. Now, the biggest shift you probably saw as someone who browses the internet is suddenly you were agreeing to cookie consents on pretty much every website. There are now similar privacy laws in effect throughout the world, and most of them all boil down to one thing, being able to opt out of having our personal data and behavior being tracked across the internet. While many marketers are worried about losing data we deem essential, our customers are concerned about the sheer amount of information we have on them, their preferences, their browsing history, etc. At the end of the day, consumers want to feel like they have some privacy left online. Honestly, while us marketers and web designers and developers are concerned about data loss, but my targeting options, we say, we should be more concerned with providing great customer service. That includes allowing people to opt out of being tracked. Making these shifts today and allowing your browsers to have this level of control over their data will only work to build their trust. Or, to put it simply, start now so that you don't have to scramble later as more and more of these laws are passed. Now, website compliance as a web developer. Pretty simply, as a web developer or a website builder, you're likely going to have to at least implement some of the solutions that make a business CCPA and GDPR compliant. A business owner isn't going to know which plugins to install, how to properly add Google Analytics on their Facebook pixel, or the other methods that actually make the website compliant. So that, my friend, is 100% on you. Whether you should be the one making the choices and recommendations though, well, that's on how much you want to be a consultant who can charge more for websites than the average web designer or developer. Now, before we dig in and start talking about how to make websites CCPA compliant, I want to make sure that you understand that I am not an attorney and I cannot tell you that everything we're going to talk about will make a website 100% CCPA compliant. These steps are, however, ways to make simple changes to a website to help you be more compliant. If you are working with a business that is doing most of its business in California, you should probably consult an attorney. Boring legal disclaimer out of the way. Number one, you want to add a do not sell my personal information link. Now, the first time you visit my website um, at becomeadigitalmaster.com, you have the option to control your personal information I collect alongside my cookie consent banner. This simple link should be available as soon as anyone lands on my website. Even if you're like me and you don't sell any of your customers' information to third parties. I've opted for a combined plugin to do this called GDPR Cookie Consent, and that's linked in the show notes today. It's a free plugin. It comes with a lot of features, or you can upgrade to the paid version. Now, personally, I use the free version myself and on most of my clients' websites. It comes with everything I want, including giving a way for the browser to contact me if they would like to double check on their personal information that I gather. I include this as a link on every page of my website in my footer as well, just to make sure it's clear. Now the do not sell my personal information link is the most important and unique piece that I've seen with the CCPA specifically. The GDPR cookie consent plugin took me just a few minutes to set up and it's well worth the time to do so. Number two, you want to allow users to accept 
or deny cookies. Now, this has been a need since the GDPR, so there are a lot of great plugins out there for this. For this, I'm able to use that same GDPR cookie consent plugin. It allows me to adjust branding colors, defaults to an accept, but also gives the customer the ability to adjust in a settings link. Now you've probably hit accept without even thinking about it when you visit most websites. The important thing about this or any other cookie plugin is that it disables your tracking codes, i.e. Google Analytics, Facebook Pixel, until the user hits accept. When the user hits accept, those are added to the site and they start working automatically. GDPR, GDPR cookie consent blocks those with JavaScript and once it hits accept, it adds those with JavaScript. And you can test that out and see how it works and everything else, even on my website, whether or not you hit accept and you'll see that there are no tracking codes until you do. Now, if they choose, however, that they need to be able to turn those off. I do have a section for third party plugins that discloses which trackers I use, Facebook Pixel and Google Analytics and why. It then allows the browser to turn just those off. Now WordPress has its own set of cookies that help sites perform better. So it's fantastic that this plugin lets people segment out which cookies to disable or enable. Now, number three, you need to update the privacy policy or make sure you have one to begin with on a website. Like the do not sell my personal information link, this should be linked in your footer on every single page of your website. WordPress actually includes a generic privacy policy in new websites that you can update to your needs. Personally though, I'd recommend purchasing a privacy policy template that you can customize for a business. My favorite source happens to be Sullivan Legal because they write policies specifically for online business owners. So that's perfect for myself and many of my clients. And there's a link to that resource in my show notes today. Now, if you look at my privacy policy at becomeadigitalmaster.com, You'll see I have a section dedicated to cookies and I include which third party companies cookies I use and links to their own privacy policies. I also made sure to include that I do not sell private information in my policy and I adjust the date every time I update it. Now, my policy on becomeadigitalmaster.com was actually a template I purchased from Sullivan Legal, and it took me less than 30 minutes to customize it for my brand. I actually use her legal policies for each of my clients' websites now as an added benefit for my clients for working with me. Now, pro tip, something I want you guys to keep in mind and be wary of. You cannot copy and paste a privacy policy from a similar business or competitor. Privacy policies, along with other website terms on a website, are actually covered by copyright law. And copying and pasting something like that is considered copyright infringement. So you want to keep that in mind. The last question is, what is the client's privacy responsibilities. Now, as you can see, if you're building a WordPress website, especially it's super important for you as the website builder to know what you need to do to ensure that the tracking scripts and other things won't run. If someone hasn't consented to those cookies being tracked, say that five times fast. 
The business owner in these cases is really just responsible for providing you a few things. One, a privacy policy and other website terms for their business. However, you can do that by purchasing, say, a bulk website terms license from a source like Solificate Legal and adding that in as an upsell or an added bonus to your website contracts like I do. Number two, what tracking codes they want on their website, i.e. Google Analytics, Facebook Pixel, that kind of thing. Number three, they need to follow the steps in Facebook Business Manager to start the verification for their domain, which is now a necessity after iOS 14. And number four, a basic understanding that this is important and not negotiable for their online presence anymore. Now you wanna know the funny thing? Most business owners won't necessarily know they need these things. So here's how I break it down for my clients. Every website needs to have a basic privacy policy, but not every business needs to have one written specifically for them by an attorney. This is where customizable templates are fantastic solutions. Now, every business should have a Google Analytics tag or a Google Tag Manager with Google Analytics connected to track basic visitor data. If they run Google Ads, they'll likely need to tie that into Google Tag Manager too to track conversions. Now, if the business runs or wants to run Facebook or Instagram ads, they'll need the Facebook Pixel tracking code. Pinterest, TikTok, and other platforms will provide their own tracking codes as well that would need to be added to websites. Not following the CCPA now can actually kick you off of Facebook ads. They made it a blanket necessity to make Facebook's lives easier back in 2020. So while yes, the client should and can be responsible for many of these things, they're not always going to understand the why or that they should. That's where you need to come in with your newly gained expertise and help them. It would be great if the website creation world meant that we could just build and develop website. And believe me, there are days that I truly wish all I had to do was code. But unfortunately, as the world changes and grows, there are simply a few things we as web designers and developers need to stay on top of. And let me tell you, privacy compliance is only going to grow as an industry standard. Don't let you or your clients get left behind. Thank you all for listening to our episode this week. If you want to catch more Digital Masters, you can subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast app or visit us at digitalmasterspodcast.com. If you have any questions or you want to learn more about digital marketing, follow us on Instagram at digitalmasterspodcast or visit us online at becomeadigitalmaster.com. Can't wait to talk to you all again next week.